Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the all-new Awakening Coffee. Funding our prison and prayer ministries, Awakening Coffee is coffee with a cause. Why spend top dollar for a low-grade coffee when you can get small batch farm-grown roasted coffee from Maine right here in the United States? We've got three blends, Morning Glory, the Warriors Blend, and the Watchman Blend. Pre-order yours today. Check it out at awakeninghouseofprayer.com slash coffee. All of it goes to charity. Amen. Welcome. Come on in. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. We preach three different messages. I'm there all day long. I'm telling you. Three different messages every single week at Awakening House of Prayer. Prophetic worship in the 1047 a.m. service and the 1.30 p.m. service. Come on over on that first service. If you're not in the region, you can watch online at ahop.online. Become a web church member. Go deeper with us with our virtual group, virtual uh, life group, virtual prayer line, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual healing rooms, virtual pastoral care. It is virtual, but it's powerful. I'm telling you, visit ahop.online slash webchurch. Today, that second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're launching into the Voice of God series, listening, discerning, and releasing the voice of God. It's time for you to get your ears tuned deeper to the Holy Spirit and what he's doing and what he's saying and what he wants to say through you. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. That third service is one of our schools. We're, in a, we're kicking off a series just shortly on deliverance from the Jezebel spirit. You can also find that at schoolofthespirit.tv. Let's get into today's devotion. I'm reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, The Enemy Has No New Strategies. The enemy, I love that. You could preach on that. The enemy has no new strategies. And here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. You will always face new levels of warfare, but make no mistake. The enemy has no new strategies. He has no new tactics. He has no new ideas. He has no new weapons. He has no new wisdom. And the Holy Spirit says, when you face warfare, you've never experienced before. Listen for my voice. Let me remind you of these very words. Let this truth saturate your soul. The truth about who you are in Christ and the authority you carry in his name makes you ready and able to stand and withstand at every level of warfare. Mark my words, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's a good word. It may be new to you. They say new level, new devil. There are no new devils. Devil can't recreate himself. They say new level, new devil. There's no, uh, there's some new weapon. It's not a new weapon. The enemy has no new weapon. He can't create anything. He's using on you the same tricks he's always used on mankind forever. 
The same ones he used on David, the same ones he used on Samson, the same ones he used on Paul. There are no new weapons, no new tricks, no new wisdom. You have the upper hand. Come on, go ahead and just tell your neighbor, I have the upper hand because God is in you. Come on, scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you buy books online. Now, the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional. Father, give me a hearing ear that I would hear with crystal clarity your still small voice, even when the enemy is shouting lies to my soul. I decree the enemy's old tricks find no success in my life because I am hiding in God's shadow. I declare the delegated authority I carry brings the enemy's plans to naught in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning because you are seated on the throne and you're immovable. No one can usurp your authority. No one can cause you to bow, but everyone, every knee, everyone, every, every knee must bow to you. So we thank you this morning that we serve the glorious, victorious warrior God who has never lost a battle. You lead us into triumph every step of the way. You are so good. We don't have to wonder where our next meal is coming from. We don't have to wonder where our next breakthrough is coming from. We don't have to wonder where our next healing is coming from. Our next deliverance is coming from. Our next promotion is coming from. It all comes from you. So we can, we continually celebrate you this morning because you are the God from whom all things flow. Everything we need comes from your generous spirit. You pour out your wisdom liberally. Your healing power is available to us. You'll cast out every demon, break every generational curse. You'll do all this for your son's sake. He died that we might be free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. The truth has made us free and you are the spirit of truth. You're the God who never lies. You're not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. If you said it, you'll do it. If you ever did it for anybody, you'll do it for us. You're no respecter of persons. You are so awesome. You are so glorious. There is no other God like you. You are matchless, incomparable, undefeatable, impenetrable. You are so awesome. And we thank you this morning. We celebrate you. We honor you. Lord, we exalt you in the nations. We exalt you, God, in the nations of the earth. Your name will be honored. Every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that you are Lord. You are the ruler. You are the king. You are the bright and morning star. You are the lily of the valley, the rose of Sharon, the beginning and the end, the alpha, the omega, the healer, the deliverer, the savior, the provider, the protector, the defender. You are our everything. We lean on you. Completely with everything we have and everything we are, we lean on you because you are the all sufficient God. You need nothing, but you chose us. You don't need us, but you chose us. You chose to be in relationship with us. You chose to love us first. You chose to prick our hearts. You chose to woo us to your son. You chose to save us by his blood. You chose to heal us by your power. You chose to do these things because of your kindness. So thank you, Lord for your kindness. We are awestruck, not just by your power, not just by the signs and the wonders and the miracles, but we are awestruck by your kindness. We are awestruck by your mercy. Come on. We are awestruck by your patience. 
We are awestruck by your goodness. We are awestruck by who you are, not just what you can do. Your works are mighty. Your works are miraculous. But we're not just chasing you because of the signs and the wonders, because of the provision and the defense, because of the victory and the breakthrough. We're chasing you because your heart is perfect. You're holy. You're awesome. You're good. You're love. So thank you, Lord, today that you teach us to continue as we pursue our healing, as we pursue our deliverance, as we pursue our breakthrough, our promotion, as we pursue the things that you put on our heart. Help us, Lord, to put you above it all. Help us, Lord, to remember to seek first the kingdom of God and all of your righteousness. All these other things, it's so easy for you to add them to us. It's easy for you to add a raise. It's easy for you to add a spouse. It's easy for you to add a house. It's easy for you to add things to us. You own the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver is yours. The gold is yours. The earth therein and the fullness thereof. You own it all. And you are our supplier. You're the minister of supply. You supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ. There is no lack in your kingdom. But we want to seek your heart. Lord, we don't want to be known or marked as a people who just seek your hand, who just seek what you can do for us. We want to be lovers of God, lovers of truth, lovers of purity, lovers of your spirit. So help us, Lord, to put first things first. Help us, Lord, to truly seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, your right way of being, the proper character, walking in love, walking in peace with all men as far as it depends on us. Help us, Lord, to walk in a, in a, in a lifestyle that glorifies your name. Help us, Lord, to walk down the narrow path. We don't want to walk on the broad path. We don't want to walk in our own way. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. We don't want to walk in our own way. We don't even trust ourselves fully because we know our hearts are evil above all things. We know that our minds are not completely renewed. We need some work. We need some help. And we're so grateful that you are our helper. There's nobody like you. No other God who is willing to reach down and help us. Your arm is not too short that you can't deliver. You are all powerful, but you're seeking our heart. So help us to seek your heart. Help us to search out your generous spirit. Help us to be a student of your word, a student of your ways, a theophile, studying your emotions. We want to be like David, knowing when to fight and knowing when to worship. <laughs> knowing when to war and knowing when to praise and knowing when our warfare is in our praise. Or we want to be like David, a man, a woman after your own heart, chasing after you like a deer pants for the water, our soul longing for you. We want to be able to be still and know that you're God. We don't want to have our mind distracted from your love. We don't want to sit and daydream about goofy things that have no eternal value, but we want to meditate on your beauty. We want to be a people of one thing. One thing have we desired of you, Lord, and that we will seek, that we will dwell in your temple, inquire in your temple, sit in your presence, gaze on your beauty. Help us to cultivate a lifestyle of beauty gazing. Help us to cultivate a lifestyle of making you the most important person 
in our life, giving you the preeminence. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to set aside the childish things, the weights, the sin that so easily besets us. Help us, Lord, to grow up. (laughs) Help us, Lord, to grow up. Help us, Lord, to grow up. The days are evil. Help us to redeem the time. The days are evil. Help us to redeem the time. The days are evil. We don't want to be distracted from the most important thing, from the most important person. We want to have our eyes steady gaze on you, learning how to abide in you for real. You are the vine. We are the branches. We get our life from you. All of our fountains are in you. Our sustenance is in you. Our provision is in you. Our healing is in you. Our joy and peace, our strength is in you. It all comes from you. So help us to keep you at the center of our focus. And when the enemy comes to distract us, help us to discern the tactics of the evil one because he has no new weapons. He has no new strategies. And he keeps using on us the same thing that worked on us last time. So help us, Lord, to overcome these old tricks of the enemy, to stop falling for his scams. Shabbat shakat. I just saw that so clearly. Satanic scams. Some of you have fallen for satanic scams. Jesus. Come on, you know what a scam is. Somebody's presenting something, but it's not really what they say it is. And you buy into it. And you end up disappointment, disappointed. You got scammed. What bill of goods has the enemy sold you? What bait and switch has he put before your face? What has he convinced you to do or not to do that brought damage into your life? You were scammed. Jesus, help us. I said, some of you were scammed by demont, by demon powers. You were scammed out of your money by a false prophet. Uh oh, you were scammed. Some of you were, you were scammed. You quit a job because you got offended, not knowing that you were about to get a promotion and a raise. You got scammed. You took the bait. You got scammed. You sewed into some false prophet somewhere expecting a a, a thousand fold return. And instead you got nothing. You got scammed. Jesus. You got scammed. Some, some, you married the wrong person because your emotions overtook your discernment. You were just so in love. And now you're miserable in a marriage. You got scammed. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You got scammed. Oh, Jesus. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. Help us, Lord, to see the areas of our lives where the enemy has scammed us, where he has hoodwinked us, where he has lied to us and taken what is ours, talked us right out of the blessing. Help us, Lord, to stop blaming you for things the enemy does. Stop blaming other people for things the enemy does and put the blame right where it lit, right where it should lie. Right at the enemy's feet. That scam artist, Jesus. Jesus, I want this to sink in. I need this to sink in. Some of you literally got scammed. And you're going to think about it. You're going to get mad. But make sure you get mad with the devil. And not with the people. He's a double dealing devil. Some of you got a crooked deal. Some of you got scammed by some kind of used car salesman. You went in there and you thought this was a good deal. And it wasn't a good deal. And he knew it. (laughs) <laughs> and now your car is breaking down and you got a lemon, but you can't take it back. It was a sucker punch. 
The enemy pulled a fast one, a shady deal, a shell game. It was a sham, a shakedown. I don't know what kind of scam you've fallen for, but God, I'm asking you to increase our discernment because we don't want to be fooled by the frauds. We don't want to hang out with hoaxers. We don't want to run with ripoff artists. We don't want to get involved in the racket. We don't want to be fooled and deceived. We don't want to be lied to and stolen from. We don't want to be lied about. (laughs) Help us, Lord, to discern those double-crossing demons that play dirty pool, the sucker games. Help us, Lord, to discern it so that we don't keep making the same mistakes again. And Father, I'm asking you to restore what the enemy stole. It wasn't his. He can't keep it. We decree everything the enemy stole from us must be returned to us. It's not his. He can't keep it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for intervening on our behalf, for allowing us to learn this lesson, for allowing us to see where we missed it, where we went wrong, where we believed the wrong voice, either in the spirit or in the natural. Help us, Lord, to see it so we don't keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. Father, we thank you that you will return to us what the enemy stole. We have caught him stealing. He's got to repay sevenfold. We've caught him. An enemy exposed is an enemy Defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. An enemy exposed is an enemy defeated. Come on, some of you, your emotions are your worst enemy. I said, some of you is not even the devil. It's your own emotions that are that are scamming you, painting pictures of things as as the, uh, uh, they're not like that. Oh Jesus, I better leave that right there. Come on. The enemy works on your emotions. Let that sink in. Thank you, Lord. Let's transition. Some of you on this broadcast, you need to track with me. And stop putting up your personal prayer requests while I'm doing corporate prayer because it's distracting my spirit. And you're distracting other people. And God doesn't bless that kind of chaos and confusion. Get on one accord or get off the broadcast. Last warning. Let's transition. We want to go to the next level here. Birthing a net-breaking blessing. See, when you're really sensitive to the Holy Spirit, When you cultivate extreme sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you don't have to know or see what's going on. You don't have to see or hear, rather, what's going on. You know it because the Holy Spirit gets grieved. And so you know there's something out of order. Some of you need to press in to that level of sensitivity so that you can be very aware of what's going on around you, even if you don't see it with your eyes or hear it with your ears. Amen. Let's transition. Share this with somebody really quickly, guys. Quickly, quickly ping somebody into this room, Instagram. Get that shared. YouTube, everybody out there on Facebook, get this shared. Because we're going after the net-breaking blessing. We're going to tap into the overflow. Now, this is a familiar scripture, but I want to read it to build your faith. Track with me. Something's going to shift in your mind 
if you stay focused on what I'm saying right now, some kind of band, I see uh, bands around certain people's minds. I see like this block, it's like a, like a, like a, like a thick rubber band is what it looks like, like a thick band, almost like a headband, but it's not cloth. It's like rubber. It's tight. And there's been something in your mind that either is disbelief, fear, something going on in some of your minds where you don't think you can live in the overflow. That's a lie from the devil. You don't believe God can bring it. You've got a limiting belief somewhere. God wants to break those bands off of you today. It's like a lie. It's a dark. It's a black band around some of your mind. So please focus, 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 focus. Because I believe as I read the word of God, as I read the word of God and read scripture, which never fails, it's infallible. Something's going to begin to break and then we're going to pray and seal it. Does that sound good? Yes. Mind binding spirits read it. That's right. All right. Let's read this. We see in Luke five, there was a multitude pressing around Jesus to hear the word of God. And he was standing by a lake and he saw two boats there. Uh, the fishermen had gone from them. They were washing their nets. So Jesus got into one of the boats, which was actually Peter's boat. And he asked Peter to put, uh, to pull the boat out like a little bit from the land so that everyone wouldn't crush him. All right. And then he sat down in the boat and he started to teach the multitudes. And when he stopped speaking, verse four, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered him, Simon Peter, and this is before he was Peter, so we'll call him Simon, Simon Peter. He said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Let me just tell you something. Some of you have been toiling for years and caught nothing. Some of you have been trying to pay that debt off for years and gotten nowhere. Some of you have been trying to break that addiction for years and only gotten more addicted. Some of you have tried to, 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 to get that college degree for years because the next promotion at your job depends on a certain level of certification, a certain program. You had, you've been trying to get to it for years, but everything has gotten in your way. Some of you have been trying to hire the right staff for years and it just never happened. That's what's been, that's what has happened to me in the past, in, in this past season, trying to find the right staff, trying to find the right team, trying to find the right ones with the right heart who really just want to advance the, the ministry for years, struggling to break through some things. Some of you, you know, you've toiled all night and caught nothing and you've done everything you know to do. You're smart. You put your hand to the plow. You've prayed, you fasted, you've sowed. So Peter said, look, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a fisherman. I've, I, I know I've done everything I know to do. I toiled all night. And I caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come out and help them. And when they filled both the boats, what they do, they filled both the boats. The net was breaking. Then they had to fill both boats and then the boats began to sink. <laughs> you got to catch this. Not only did they get a big catch, the catch began to break the nets. They had to start putting the net, the, the, the fish from the nets in the boat. Then there were so many fish in the boat that the fish, the, 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 was so heavy that the boat began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus's knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man. See, here's the thing. Sometimes you've tried everything you know to do. 
And all you need is one word from God. All you need is a micro instruction. All you need is to make one small shift. Did you hear that? All you need is one little tiny thing. When we launched uh, Awakening House of Prayer almost 10 years ago, we launched it as International House of Prayer Fort Lauderdale. And one of our worship leaders was like, Jennifer, this is a tremendous ministry. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why it's not breaking open. I, I'm, I'm just not sure why. Like you, you've got all the elements in place. You're a good teacher. You guys are praying fire. You know, you're committed. You're sold out. The worship is good. I don't know why it won't break open. He goes, he said, he said, I was praying about it. He said, and the Lord said, it's just one small shift. And I said, well, what's the shift? And he said, I don't know. And I said, brother, go back and pray. You want to know what the shift was? It was changing the name of the ministry. It was changing it from International House of Prayer for Lauderdale, which had a stigma to Awakening House of Prayer, which was actually more in line with our vision. Now we have eight houses of prayers, several churches, and 300 prayer hubs in 41 nations. But it was just a small shift. Now we have the net-breaking blessing. And so some of you, you've been toiling. You've done everything you know to do. Here's the thing. There's something that you're not seeing. There's something that you haven't discerned. There's one little word, one little word with the staff. I've got like so many staff members came on board in the last week. It's crazy. For years, I'm trying to find the right staff, cover the right positions. But guess what? There were two people that were in the camp that were holding back the entire staffing aspect of the ministry. It's crazy. How can that be? I don't know. But that's what the Lord showed us, and that's what happened. When those people weren't there anymore, all the, all the staff, all the right people came. Sometimes you don't have the right people in your life because the wrong people are standing in those positions that were meant for somebody else. You tracking with me? I said sometimes you don't have the right people in your life because the wrong people are standing in the positions that were meant for somebody else. And until they leave... You can't get your net breaking blessing. So you have to begin to search and ask the Lord, what is it I need to change? What, is it, what's, what, am I, what am I not seeing? I've done everything I know to do. I've toiled all night and caught nothing. And then you have to be willing to do whatever the Lord says to do, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's like, uh, how could this be? This doesn't make sense. There's no fish out there in the morning. We fish all night long because that's when the fish are out. It's the, it's the heat of the day. There's no fish. But when God tells you something, when he gives you the instruction it will prosper. So Father, help us, Lord, to position ourselves for a net-breaking blessing. Help us, Lord, to position ourselves for a net-breaking blessing. Show us what we need to do, what we need to change, how we need to move, how we need to pray, what we need to shift, who we need to disconnect from. You have an instruction, a micro-instruction for us. It may seem contrary. It may be painful to execute. It may be people may not disagree with it, but nevertheless, at your word, we will execute your instruction and we will receive the net breaking blessing. We're asking you, God, to bring it in because we know our blessings have been many times held up and held back, but they're not lost because you've preserved them until we catch on, until the right time, until the right moment, until that perfect day. When everything aligns up and all the blessings that have been held back, all the blessings that have been delayed come flooding in, you pour out a blessing 
that we can't contain. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Did you get that today? Do you see why it's so important we stay on one accord? Did that help shift something in your mind? Talk back to me. You understand why I want unity and no side prayer, no distractions? You get revelations like this and you begin to see something in a different way. You've probably read that scripture many, many times. You probably read it many, many times. But today, I believe some of those bands broke off some of your minds, those mind-binding spirits that just think, well, I've done everything I can. I don't prosper. I've tried as hard as Joe next door, but it doesn't work out for me. I don't know why everybody else keeps getting the promotions and I'm left behind. I don't know why I can't break this addiction, why I can't find a mate. Whatever. What if it was just one little thing you had to shift? One word from the Lord can change your whole life. What if you've been trying to do it in your own strength? Like Simon Peter, what if you've been trying to toil all night in your own strength and you left God out of the equation? What if it's time for you to get with the Lord and understand what it is he wants you to do? Just because you did something in the last season that worked doesn't mean it's going to work in this season. You're at a new level. You're at a new glory. God is narrowing the path. There's a new grace, but you've got to find that sweet spot in God. You've got to find out what God wants to do in your life in any given season. And you've got to do that. Many of us are trying to move contrary to God and we don't understand why he's not blessing us. Why we're not receiving the increase. Why we're not getting healed. It's because we're using old methods and God is saying, behold, I do a new thing. I want to teach you a new way. I want to show you a new path. And many times we resist the very the, the God of the breakthrough to whom to whom we're praying. We're praying for breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. But then he's trying to show us a new way, a different, a different, a different, a different mode. And we're resisting him because we're too comfortable in the way that we're already moving. We're too comfortable with the people that we're already with. And we don't want to make that shift. Listen, if the well has dried up, you're going to have to move to the. To the, to the next well. If the brook dries up, you're going to, when Elijah, the brook dried up and he didn't just lay there and die. He waited there at the dry brook until he got a word of the Lord. Are you hearing me? I said, Elijah got a strategy. God told him, go to the brook in the time of famine. And the brook eventually dried up. He didn't just stay there, lay down there and die. He stayed there and waited on the Lord for a new word. And the Lord sent him to the widow for his next season of provision. He was probably comfortable at that brook. He probably had a whole little tent and everything set up there for himself. It was probably, you know, nice. It was probably good, beautiful scenery. But the brook dried up. If the brook is dry in your life, you've got it. You got to look for the next strategy. If something isn't working anymore, it doesn't mean necessarily that God doesn't want you to do it. He just may want you to do it in a different way, at a different level. Are you hearing me today? This is why we must stay on one accord, guys. None of that side prayer, guys. Don't entertain all that stuff. It distracts my spirit. And I know that you want what God has put in my mouth. And I know that you don't want me distracted, nor do you want to be distracted from your strategy. Amen. God is so good. If this helped you today, would you help us help more people? I want to spend 15 seconds telling you how you can sow into Jennifer LeClaire Ministries. You can go to jenniferleclair.org slash missions. We just did so $15,000 into an orphanage in Ukraine that is helping 
uh, to rescue and feed and clothe and uh, find homes for the orphans, many of the orphans there. Uh, we just did that. You sowed 5000 and we matched that with a double matching grant. And so those are the kind of things that we do. We dig water wells in Africa. We help rescue sex trafficking victims off the street, uh, drug addicts, and, and, and feed hungry children, and so much more. Go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash missions and sow there. Or you can sow via Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. Venmo is at jenniferleclair. Text to give. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33303, P.O. Box 30563. So, Father, thank you for the net-breaking blessing that you want to bring us. Thank you for tuning our ears to your voice so that we can hear your strategy for the next season. Thank you, Lord, that you make us more sensitive to your spirit, that we would know which way to go, know which way to turn, know which when to stop, know when to rest, know when to advance. Make us more sensitive to your voice in Jesus' name. And thank you for this blessing. Thank you for this offering. We multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Guys, make sure wherever you're listening that you um, give us a five-star review, whatever podcast platform. Share this with somebody today. Make sure you're subscribed. Yeah, get on the mailing list over there at jenniferleclair.org, or you can get on the mailing list by texting the word PROFIT to 844-764-0262. Guys, a new Praying the News podcast is probably out now. We put it up at 6 a.m., and it's about the miracles that are happening in Ukraine. Now, I understand that there are people dying, and it's tragic, uh, but God is also working in the midst of them. And so we have to keep praying. We've got to keep praying for Ukraine. You've got, we've got to keep praying for Ukraine. Please don't stop praying. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join a hub in your city or start one or sponsor one. We have sponsored people in third world nations waiting on a sponsor so that they can join up. We are contending for revival and awakening. There's a lot of benefits to being part of this international prayer family. We've got 41 nations represented. Yours could be next. Hundreds of prayer hubs. Check that out, AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Some of you may want to start house churches. You can go over, be under our house church family at awakeninghouse.com. You've got to apply for that. Awakeninghouse.com. Check that out. That's my cue, guys. I got to run. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. And remember, have a breakthrough day. God bless you.